Sam Jakeman here wishing you all a happy Christmas. It's Christmas Day morning and hopefully you've all heard the bells on Christmas Day. David Clues with The Bells on Christmas Day from 1955. In the first of our Christmas specials, we heard the Bugginses making their Christmas pudding. Today, we're joining them on Christmas Day. Unfortunately, the first 20 seconds of this record are missing due to a chip on side one, which is a common defect in 78s. But we join them with Grandma having lost her false teeth. Oh, Grandma, not again. How could you be so careless Christmas Day and all? Not like her to miss a chance of blowing herself out. What did you take them out for, Grandma? Well, how was I to get my fair share of Christmas pudding with them in? Stuck to them like glue it didn't. Stop Miss Wallet. Didn't seem to me to make much difference. You was up for a second helping quick enough, I noticed. Well, anyone what wants a second helping doesn't linger over a first when you're about. If you ask me, my teeth's been hid till the giblet pie's been it. Oh, well, you'll have to have a quarter's orange. They don't require no mastigation. Now then, Alfie, off around the bonbons. Aren't my first? Oh, not for me, thank you. 
I can't do with the bangs ever since I had my arthritis. The least noise shakes me abominable walls from being shocking. <laughs> Here, look what I got. What price are these slopers? Oh, look what father's got out of his bonbon. The fun I know. Oh, doesn't he look a scream? If you ask me, it's an improvement. Oh, is it? Well, you could do with a bit off, Yawn. Ash, father. What have you got, Grandma? One of them beastly whistles. There, there's a lovely whistle for you, Alfie. What's your mother say, Grandma? Read it out. Your cheerful smile and dulcet voice make you the lady of my choice. Oh, do they? Well, someone's easy, please, then. What's he <laughs> say? Ash, father. Now then, what should we start with? A song or a game? Well, I don't mind singing. Shall I give you the blind boy? You'll give me the fair seat if you do. No, father, we can't have you singing. It makes the glasses rattle so. Ooh, I'm forgetting me manners. What'll everyone have to drink? Here, what's this muck? That grapes is white wine, that is. I got it in a little special treat for you. Did you? Well, you can get it out again. If you think I'm going to canker me inside your mistook. But, Father, it's Vin Blanc. What the knobs drink? I don't care if it's Mont Blanc. I want me glass of beer. Oh, what about you, Aunt Mariah? I really don't know. Everything looks so lovely. Well, it's no good you are in that giblet pie. That wouldn't do your abominable wall no good. Give her some of that there medicinal port wine, Emily. It's been hanging round these six months. Here, here, here. What silly fool give that boy a whistle? Give it to me. Come on, give it here. No, Father, no. Oh, Father, let the poor kid enjoy yourself. He always did have ear for music, didn't you, Ducker? Well, I shan't have an ear for anything if you go blowing that down it. If anyone wants any music, I'll sing for you. What's that? Here, give the child back his whistle, quick. That was part one of Christmas Day at the Bugginses by Mabel Constant-Jurors, assisted by Michael Hogan. We'll be hearing part two later. I'm sure Santa Claus will have visited the Bugginses last night. Been a busy night for him. In fact, he was so busy, I heard Davy Crockett has been helping him. You'll be happy, so happy. Just because this year Davy Crockett is helping Santa Claus. Davy Crockett is helping Santa Claus, busy at the North Pole, packing lots of toys. Davy Crockett is helping Santa Claus He'll be round with Santa to thrill the girls and boys He'll bring jumping jacks and teddy bears and dollies by the score Davy Crockett's never been busy as this before All the reindeer are prancing cause they know Dear Santa said that Davy's gonna drive him through the snow You'll be happy, so happy just because This year Davy Crockett is helping Santa Claus He'll bring aeroplanes and clockwork trains and flying saucers too Davy says he wants to make all of your dreams 
come true Dear old Santa So jolly and so fat When he comes round this year He'll wear a Davy Crockett hat Bless you children May happiness be yours This year Davy Crockett Is helping Santa Claus Davy Crockett Davy Crockett He'll be sure to call This is going to be The happiest Christmas day Of all That was Joe Lynch with Davy Crockett is Helping Santa Claus from 1956. I wonder if they were on the Santa Claus Express. Jay Wilbur and his band there from 1935 with the Santa Claus Express. In the first Christmas podcast, we heard what Sandy Powell did on Christmas Eve. 
Now we're going to see what John Henry did on Christmas Eve. Are you going to keep this up all night? Oh, I wish your mother would come back. Come into the garden, Maud. Well, here I am. I've not been long, ever. Oh, whatever are you doing to the poor little thing? I know what I'd like to be doing to it. Why, it's all right, darling. His old mother's come back again. Why didn't you cuddle him a bit? I did. And he cried all down my shirt front. Why, look, it's laughing. Come on, then. Ah, well, if that's mm. laughing, he's been cracking his sides for the last two hours. There, there, don't cry. He didn't nip you. Good heavens, I wonder what you'd do if you had half a dozen. Same as I did with the kittens. Would you? You ought to be ashamed of yourself talking like that. Heavens, what with one thing and another, I'm just about getting damn well fed up with it. That's right. Now swear. And I can. And I know. You're just like all the rest of your family. Hanson, this is just because I leave you with the baby for a few minutes. Two hours. It was nothing like two hours. Well, that clock says two hours. Ah, well, that clock wasn't right this morning. And if you were any, you should have fixed it long ago. I know any other man would have... All right, all right. A few minutes. Change the subject. Well, have you practised your carols while I've been out? How could I practise anything with that row going on? Well, if we're going out singing carols tonight, we'd better get a move on. Well, I'm waiting for you. Well, come on, then, play it. Of course, you know we're taking the piano with us, don't you? Well, what? If you think I'm going sloshing about in this weather with a piano, you can think again. All right, well, don't argue. Play it. All right. Go on. <laughs> Sounds a bit thin to me. Are you playing with both hands? Well, of course I am. Well, there doesn't seem to be much body in it. Still, it doesn't matter because I've asked our Sammy to come round with his trombone. That's torn it. I'm not going. You know, I don't know what you've got against, Stanley. Your Stanley talks too much. When he dies, I'll have to kill his mouth separately with a club. Why, you're jealous of him. No, I'm not. Only he's got one habit I'd like to break him off. Oh, and what's that? Breathing. Hmm. Eve, just look at the baby. Isn't he like me? That's right. Go on, go on. You find fault with everything. Here, how long is your Stanley staying? What do you mean, how long is he staying? Well, the last time when he came to his tea, he stayed three months. Oh, did he? Well, anyway, he's coming, and when he does come, you'll practice good King Wenceslas with him. All right. I shan't practice that bit about bring me bread and bring me wine, though. It might put ideas into his head. Oh, shut up. I'm going into the kitchen to stir the pudding. That's right. Take it out of the pudding instead of out of me. Yes, and don't wake the baby. I'll kick your Stanley in the flat. That's what I'll do. Oi, you'd better come back. He's laughing again. He'll be all right when Stanley comes. He's fond of music. Come in. Oh, is that you, Stanley? Take your things off. Now, then, have you had anything to eat? No, I'm famished. Ah, he's never old house. Give him that sheep's head. They'll get on well together. Anything you've got, Gladys? I'm not fussy. You know, she's a good sort, is our Gladys. She works jolly hard. Yes, I wish I had two or three more like her. Here, what's the matter with you? You don't look fit to walk about singing carols. I'd rather walk about singing carols than walk the bedroom floor singing nursery rhymes. Is that what you have to do? Aye, I never get a proper sleep these days. And even when the kid's quiet, I've got her to contend with. Who? Our Gladys? Why, you get on well together, don't you? You're always quarrelling. No, it isn't that. Only just later, she's got an idea she can win a prize in a crossword competition. Good luck to her. Aye, but do you know what she makes me do? No, what? Why, she makes me go to bed every night now in checked pyjamas, so that if she thinks of a word in the night, she can write it down without getting up. She doesn't. She does. It's no laughing matter. And you'd better do a bit of blasting on that trombone of yours, or there'll be some more bother. Right, though. Just let me warm her up a bit. You know, they like women. They want humour in Ah, now you've done it. It's off for the rest of the night now. Give it to me. 
It's easy to quieten a baby. Yeah, it's easy to wake me too. Excelsior, 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 Excelsior. Excelsior. All right, I'll answer it. It's only Gertie. Just a minute. Did yeah. you bring him up to tell me about a new teeth? Hello, Gertie. Oh, have you? Ah, well, of course, you'll feel funny at first, but still, they'll grow on you in time. I know, I've had some. Mmm. How do you like my new teeth? Well, I'm Open your never. mouth. Oh, give me as many as you can for oh, a guinea. you do. I say, will you shut up there and don't wake that baby again? No, not you, Gertie. No, I was just talking to... You know, you're not fit to have a child. No, not you, dear. Hello? Hello? Now she's run off and it's all your fault. Now then, Gladys, don't start getting off feet. You know, you don't alter. No, when a woman gets to her age, she daren't alter. Oh, don't she? Oh, I'll talk to you later about that. Now, if you're quite ready, let's run over the carols before we set out. Come on, get a move on. There's something wrong somewhere. Well, I know I was right. I blew some good notes into my trombone. Well, you blew some foul notes out of it. Here, you have a go by yourself. <laughs> that was jolly good, wasn't it? Well, I was right and you were right, but somebody was sour. Oh, what are you trying to insinuate? Aspersion? Of course, I know my voice isn't wonderful. I mean, it, it wouldn't exactly fill the Albert Hall. No, but it would empty it. Would it? Well, listen to this. Oh, I'll see you with you. What's going on here? Well, uh, Constable, as a matter of fact, we were just singing carols. Oh, is that what it was? Well, if that's singing, you ought to practice in a field with the gate closed. You're holding up the traffic. Anyway, you'll have to stop it. Thank goodness. Go on, just like you to be selfish. Oh, shut up. Here, don't you two start again. It's Christmas. What about the little spot, Constable? Aye, out of my bottle. Yeah. Thanks very much. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Constable. Same to you. Oh, you wish yourself. Well, good night, everybody. I'm coming too, Constable. Are you going my way? Merry Christmas, you two. And cut out the quarrelling. I'll take the oh, well, they sound happy. It's more than I am. Oh, don't say that. I know I'm a bit hasty. I mean, I've said one or two things, but you know I don't mean them. Well, I know that old girl. Forget it. But there's one thing you haven't said. Who, me? Yes, and I've been waiting a long time to hear you say it. Well, I don't know. Oh, I know. Yes. Oh, Merry Christmas, darling. Come. Mmm. John Henry and Company there from 1930 with John Henry's Christmas Eve Parts 1 and 2. Bing Crosby recorded one of the best-known Christmas songs in White Christmas. You've all heard that a million times, so I'm going to play Ambrose's version from 1942.
Ambrose and his orchestra there. In the last podcast, we heard that Joe Ward was getting nutting for Christmas. On the other side of the record, he has some Christmas questions.
That was Joe Ward with his Christmas questions, and now it's the Radio Melody Boys with the second part of their Christmas Melodies by the Fireside. It's Christmas everywhere. the Radio Melody Boys and now we go back to the Bugginses for the second part of their Christmas Day. We left Grandma to put her away on a cold and frosty morning. Come on now, Aunt Mariah, tow the line. Now catch hold of her hands, Grandma. I'm ready for it. No, no, no. Wait a minute till I drop the handkerchief. Now then. One, two, three, pull. Go, Grandma. Take it up, Mariah. Grandma's winning. Didn't order play them. There, Aunt Mariah, sit down on the sofa and have another drop of pool. 
We'll have a nice quiet game now of postman's knock. That silly game? Not for me, thank you. I might have to kiss father. I'd watch it. Well, suggest something then, Father, instead of standing there casting crabs on everything. Well, I've offered to sing, haven't I? Shall I give you a killani? Hush, Father! You'll set Baby off in a minute. You know how troublesome she's been ever since that dog out over the colic the other night. Oh, very well. If the evening's a failure, don't blame me. Can't we play hiding, champion? All right. Let's play up the thimble, and we'll have a bit of chocolate for the thimble, and whoever finds it has it. Here, I'm in this. Oh, well, that means goodbye chocolate. No, no, this is for the children. Here, I'll tell you what, Grandma, you can hide it. Now, all hide your eyes, everybody, while Grandma hides a stick of chocolate. Baby, hide her eyes, okay? All right, I'll hide it. But if they can't find it, mind you, it's mine. Here, what's her little game? Now then, Father, I can see your great hawk's eye peeping out through your fingers. Hawk? It'd take a blooming last year's potato to keep an eye on you. Potato yourself, Spotty. Oh, come along, Father, hide your eyes. You're keeping us all waiting. Now then, are you ready, Grandma? <coughs> yes, I'm ready. Well, say the words, then. Ah, uh, oil beans and very good butter... Ladies and gentlemen, come to supper. Go on, Alfie. Go on, Emma. Go on. Get down. Do it. Go on. Oh, I expect it's under the sofa. Now the cow bar. Which is the artist, Grandma? Neither of them. Over this side, children. How they now, Grandma? Cold as frogs. Oh, dear. This way, children. How they now? Freezing. They better give it up. They won't never find it. Oh, don't be such an old sphinx, Grandma. Give them an inch, can't you? Is it tie up? It's not as high as it was. Well, can you see it from where you are? No, but I can feel it. It's in her hand. Well, it ain't, see? It's in her pocket. No, it ain't, neither. You better give it up. You won't never find it. Well, it's somewhere about you, ain't it? Oh, yes, it's somewhere about me. Well, if it ain't in your hand and it ain't in your pocket, where is it? You give it up. Oh, yes, we give it up. Well, it's in my stomach. That was the Bugginses again, and we finished this Christmas Day podcast where we began the last one with Leslie Cerrone, who's still having a jolly old Christmas. Quiet, everybody, quiet. Here come the waits, boys. Waits will wait no more. What on earth was that? A rock cake. <laughs> hey, hey, I say, this is just a friendly visit. Oh, my word, there's Leslie in his gang. Come up, boys, come up. Sure. It's jolly old Christmas. Lammy says, Molly, I've sat on some holly. It's jolly old Christmas. We won't have a blooming sausage when it's done. Hey, hey! I'm sorry I'm a bit late, boys. I couldn't help it, though. I had to do a bit of shopping. What? A bit of shopping? Yes, I was so thirsty. Still, I know you'll forgive me because it's jolly old Christmas. There's Sister Mary, dressed like a fairy. It's jolly old Christmas. Even the landlord, he's dressed up like Santa Claus. And Dad finds his waistcoat too small to stand the strain. It's jolly old Christmas. 
wear hats with bobs on, blooming great knobs on. It's jolly old Christmas. Oh, we stuff ourselves until we nearly bust. It's jolly old Christmas. All singing a carol like Calvin the Farrell. It's jolly old Christmas. Granny is laughing, though she hasn't any teeth. We all drink old Jim's health. He comes out of quad at Easter. It's jolly old Christmas. Everyone's gigging, they pull up their rigging. It's jolly old Christmas. Auntie fell in the fire and burnt her great machine. <laughs> Cousin Poppy, looking so sloppy, it's jolly old Christmas. Oh, her north and south is full of pink blamange. Leslie Cerrone there with Jolly Old Christmas Part 2, which brings us to the end of the last 78-man podcast of 2016. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back in January 2017. So until then, have a jolly old Christmas and keep spinning that shellac. <laughs>